Last time on Das Funk. Shoko, are you having a chainsaw duel like in Mandy? You know, you're the first people to visit me since the thing. Nobody brings me snacks. Potter wants it to be bright and sunny all the time. It's like nice to feel on your skin, but also like there's people everywhere and the town makes a lot of money and nobody can do secret murders in the night. Six. All right, that's just one, right? Faith alive, six. That, so you get only one serving of alcohol on top of the one currently in Philippa's possession. Both of these rolls have been dog shit. Absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. I remember. Yeah, uh, Hale sees the chainsaw and uh, like that nobody has put down, and is like, "Oh hell yeah, that's mine!" And she pulls out from her mane the paintbrush. No, cat. I hope you enjoy it. Nope, it's going in a case. <laughs> Hail. This guy wants the stuff. Come on, you can't smell it? Come on. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can do a Tulpa thing. I can kind of just conjure stuff. I made what everyone fears. I can make, make what people like. I think this guy misses his big crab guy. Mm. If giving them what they want mm, fails to make them love you, then what is your backup plan? I have spent the winter observing the mating habits of the creatures of the taiga, and I have determined that if gifts do not work, a jaunty dance is the next logical step. Oh my god. Um, well, I have six legs. Do you think they are uh, desirable? But yeah, wh- while you're you're having this, this interaction, you're trying to, <laughs> to help and unlearn some of the things uh, they lear- learn yeah. uh, in their isolation. <laughs> you hear a, a, a voice call out to you. Uh, it's a very familiar one you heard earlier today. And that voice says, uh, hey babe. <laughs> Regrettably, I need to turn myself in. Uh, what I'm looking at here uh, most, most visually evokes when all the sentinels pour into Zion in the third film and uh, they just form one mass together. That's uh-huh. that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Oh yeah, these are like smarter ones, like the the ones with the big claws. Those are the Sukora. They're like the soldiers. They're like the they're kind of rude dudes with tude. This is like a more of a, a nerd thinky guy. <laughs> and would you be able to help Gigi to form a Kalashtar bond with Ashalak quickly and effectively? Yeah, it's kind of a speedrun strat if you think about it for D- Dungeons and Dragons. If you, if you just mute the DM, you can just DM your own story. Yeah. And say you just like you know you just you just get out your dice, you just roll them. You're like, oh shit, I guess I killed everything around me. Um, I guess I'm leveling up now. I'm level twenty. I get you know all the cool items. I mean, I think the real speedrun strat is to just not go to the D and D session and to just 
tell the story yourself because then you can do whatever you want and the game can't stop you. If we all roll perception and then perceive the dungeon master and then kill them, <laughs> do we become God? Yeah, that's uh, true. Tolkien yeah. was actually just uh, a- avoiding a really uh, avoiding D and D sessions for a really really long time. People think D and D was Tolkien inspired. It's the other way around. He was just procrastinating from seeing his friends. Tolkien, the person, was D and D inspired. Is the, is the point here? Not even oh. the works, just the person. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was created by Dungeons and Dragons. He was the original dungeon master. He was Gary Gygax's Tolpa. <laughs> he he is the manifestation of a dungeon master, and he made the Lord of the Rings books, which he translated from a real D and D game that he had. Five D and D players got together with no DM, all rolled natural twenties first time to perceive the DM, and James Rolms rolls <laughs> Tolkien. Those are all guesses. Was just created on the spot. He came to be just like in American Gods, which is a cool show, I think. Austin, when we eventually perceive you, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling very threatened. Um, It's possible that Austin only exists so we can speculate about him. If Austin didn't exist, you'd have to create him to own. Do you, do you think it'll be like in the mo- the made-for-TV movie Merlin from the 90s, where Merlin's like, actually, we're all just going to turn around and forget you, and they defeat the evil lady? That's how we defeat Austin. Please watch the made-for-TV movie Merlin. It's okay. really good. It's from the 90s. I only remember it from 10 years ago when I rewatched it again, so if there's anything problematic, I do not claim that <laughs> <laughs> so last we left the adventure uh the party had finally reached this gosh dang cave that people have been talking about for like 20 episodes yeah and inside inside you found something interesting which now we are going to investigate more thoroughly uh i will let you take it away players oh my god a sarcophagus Oh. <laughs> Don't drink the juice. Holy shit, a cursed sword. <laughs> I'll say, are you sure you don't just like remember how to how to how to wake Voyeur up? Like it's in there somewhere. Go on. Think really hard. I mean, as far as like this is one of those things where uh, it's like I, the player, don't know what's going on in this area here. So I'm like Ozzy's Yeah. Ozzy's even more. I'm, lost. I'm assuming Ozzy just doesn't fucking have a clue. <laughs> I think Philippa would ask, uh, do we think that uh, this spell was also cast by the Kitsune? Because didn't um, Neelith read his mind about how to break the last one? It would it would make sense. He also talked about his plans as if, well, he knew this was happening. Yeah, so this isn't this isn't just um, you know you you took Voyer up here and part of the deal was putting putting them to sleep then and there. Uh, I I helped bring up her well her supplies and well her books over here so she could spend time directly observing the stars and doing work from here. Um, Ozzy is actually going to go over to the desk where, like, the books and papers and stuff that are, like, covered in webs and such are. And he's going to check over them briefly to see if there's any notes or anything in there to indicate, like, how long work might have been done here before it just abruptly stopped, if at all. 
Yeah, do you want our own investigation? I feel like we're circling the drain of investigation. Nine for the investigation. <laughs> 27. 21. Uh, well, the party passes. 27 means slime. You get to tell me how this looks. What's your gross investigation uh, technique look like? Oh, this time it's just like if you squeezed one of those like stress balls, <laughs> but like with the, with the eyeballs and the ears popping out. But instead of that, it just the it squirts everywhere. Just <laughs> I don't even spin. Ozzy walks over to the desk like, hmm, it looks like, and then everyone yep. gets gacked like a Kids' Choice Award yeah. in the cave. And then I suck it all back up. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I've perceived things. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, so Slime, uh, you check everything here. You don't see a sign of a struggle. Uh, you don't see that this was... Um, like there does, there are signs that Voya was here reading. Like uh, it's like scratches in the cave floor where like a chair has been moved many times. Like she, you know, she gets up in the morning, pulls it out, sits in it, reads, puts it back. So it's not like uh, the moment Aze brought her up here, he put her to sleep or something. It seems like she lived here for a while, which gives you the sense that Aze went back and left her here, and whatever happened to her happened uh, after Aze was already gone. So I think that pretty much clears Aze of. Whatever happened with the imprisonment spell. And because we already went through the Kitsune arc, there's a chance that you don't know all the Kitsune stuff just because who knows what you all are going to yeah. ask or roll or kill. Uh, that You're like, oh, so whatever Inri did to Hale, Inri obviously has already done to yeah. Voya this whole time. And that like his confidence is like, ha ha, you know, I have already put Voya into stasis and I've already got the stone and I've already got this wand that uh, Ozzy heard about from real hail. Uh, and that's what like Henry was so confident because the plan is already done. All of this is already accomplished a long time ago. Ozymandias ass motherfucker. <laughs> what are you going to do? Shoot me in the head? I've already won. Maybe we can read Voya's mind. Do we got any drugs? It seems like Voya and the Kitsune made a lot of plans together. I mean, if if nothing else, the one the one other person who might know what the condition to wake Voya up is might be Voya if they remember the act of being put into this sleep. I guess. Right, and to to do have any drugs, Philippa says, taps her pipe and says, "Well, I always have my trusty pipe weed." Well, we could go into Voya's mind. And uh, poke around in their dreams. Anyone? Does anyone want to come with me? Unfortunately, that is, that is not how it works. I do not believe. Oh, <laughs> I figured it was fine since Cat came last time, but that was a drug scenario. So, yeah, that was that was like half half trip, half dream. All right. Well, I'm just gonna uh, gonna spit in their ear real quick. Go into their dream state. I'll see you all later. And then slime just falls on the floor face down after making a tendril <laughs> into Voya's ear. Okay. So you don't actually t explain the plan t to the party. I said I was going in there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I said, what? can we read Voya's mind? Yeah. I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. All right. And then just uh, Hecatonkery's duck goes timber and lands in the middle of the cave. Everyone's like, oh, shit. The slam goes, I'm going in, and then just and just spits in their ear and lays down. Well, falls down. All right, I'm going to read the spell Dream again. This spell shapes a creature's dreams. Choose a creature known to you as the target of this spell. If the target is asleep, 
The messenger appears in the target's dream and can converse with the target as long as it remains asleep. The messenger can also shape the environment of the dream, creating landscapes, objects, and other images. Uh, so I, I first I'll set the baseline for the dream and then you can shape it if you want. Um, I think what you like the world goes black from your perspective slime and then it just immediately like pops back into uh, view like all at once. Uh, it's like, you know, just waking up. Uh, you see a cozy little living room or a cozy little dining room. And I th it takes you a moment to recognize it because it's decorated differently. Uh, but it, it is the observatory in Grendel, uh, Aze's house, in other words. Um, and you see a little family sitting around this dining room table having dinner. You see uh, two goblins and a hobgoblin, uh, Voya, uh, Inri, and Aze. Although Inri does look... Actually, in Voya's dream, I'm going to say Inri just looks like Inri. Because that's who she actually was in a relationship with. So in, in her dreams, he does look like a hot fox guy. <laughs> uh, so that's what you see uh, when you come into Voya's dream. It's just they're a happy family. They're passing the potatoes. Aze is uh, like younger than he is now. And he's like, you know, <laughs> look at my star chart. <laughs> your, your puberty was so much for you, Aze. Your voice. It, so it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was so late and so much at the same time. Uh, and Henry is like, wow, that's impressive. You did that yourself? Just like much more supportive than he ever was to you in Voya's dream. And Voya is like, Psh, you got a long way to go, brat. But in her mind, it's like a tough love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, slime appears as slime moon stars because they miss they miss sun moon, sun moon stars. So they're possessed. They look like possessed sun moon stars. Uh huh. Yeah, and your your appearance doesn't instantly like because dream logic being what it is, it can just like incorporate ideas. So you you this weird uh, goblin Asimar slime mold hybrid appears in the dining room, and suddenly there's just another chair, and it like pulls itself out for you to sit down, and there's a plate for you. And everyone's like, hey, come in. Hey, hello. Boya, why are you asleep? Oh, also you're asleep. <laughs> that was confusing. What's, uh, you're looking weird, sun, moon, stars. Oh, um, I'm actually the manifestation of a creature from beyond your imagination. But don't worry, I'm not here to kill you. Uh, can you wake up? Uh, why don't you roll persuasion to persuade Voya that she is in a dream with advantage because you are using the spell dream so you can shape things. Nope, that's incorrect. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I oh, rolled two fuck. twos. They're both two. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Oh my god, let me double check the spell. See if you can get fucking murked in a dream. I can't. Uh, um, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, whatever. I can also become a monster and kill him, but that's don't. whatever. But, oh my god, when the target wakes up, takes 3d6 psychic damage. I could scare them awake. Well, when the target wakes up, you gotta use programming language to think about the spell. It's not the damage won't wake them up, it's when they wake up, they take damage. If then... <laughs> So Savoya is unconvinced. 
Yeah, with a with two and a two, uh, you fail miserably, and I think uh, you tr- your control of the dream is temporarily wrested from you by Voya's insistence that you not mess up this perfect family dinner. Uh, and like a bib flies over to your face, it like covers your mouth, uh, and she says, "Why don't you have the potatoes? I think they're very good." Inner really outdid himself. Your proto Aze is off. It should be bigger. I'm the perfect size. That was very, uh, <laughs> are you Nobi secretly in the past? <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing that I get to add to this. Just <laughs> but yeah, so, so the rest of you are in the cave. You see slime on the floor, maybe like uh, shudder a little bit, like, you know, kick a leg or something. Like That's not good. Hmm. Boya, do you love Aze? Of course. And uh, Aze looks at you, little Aze at the table is like, I'm right here. Are we talking about me as if I'm not right here? Mm, because you're not here. You're not real. Henry uh, uh, like slams a hand at the desk and is like, that's no way to talk at the table, young lady. First of all, I am a infinitely gendered creature inside the body of a lady. Second of all, this is a dream. I will take the consequences of this. <laughs> or is that to me? You're saying you're take the consequences? Yeah, of, of, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, let's do a uh, wisdom contest. What? <laughs> I have advantage on this. What is this? We only rolled once if you have advantage, so. Oh, right. 15. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, so you rolled a 7 and a 15. So you, like, try to do something in the dream, and it pushes back. Avoya has been in this dream for a couple years at this point and has pretty strong control over it. But because you're using this powerful wizard spell, it's a fifth-level spell, you're able to overcome that. What do you do to the dream to assert some power here? Uh, I make proto-Aze into full-grown Aze looking distressed because they've been accused of murder. Oh, damn, mm. that's good. That's real good, yeah. Yeah, Skitch, feel free to character uh, voice here because you know I can't do it. <laughs> uh, I, I just... These potatoes are delicious as always. I just wish I could enjoy them in, with earnest. Uh, it's been tough lately. Quit your whining. The potatoes are your favorite. You're not a very good parent because you only like the perception of being a good parent rather than actually doing it. So every time your child feels unhappy, you ignore it because you don't want to face the reality of the fact that you've abandoned your child in a dream that you feel comfortable in staying in. Oh, boy. Here we go. Now we're going to do an intelligence contest. And this is against Voya's much higher intelligence. 20. Oof. Fuck. 25 crit fuck you <laughs> oh, I'm so hit so, for this Mari gets so genuinely excited about beating me uh, that was an 18 she thought she lost crit 25 so uh, in the dream uh, Voya tries to just uh, throw you out of the house just like open the door telekinetically and just toss your body out like you know throwing out the garbage uh, what this do you doesn't do- sound like a crit 25 to me no, I'm saying that's what she tries to do. What do you do to that turn that situation around and assert yourself? Show her Aze as I saw Aze being accused of murder. Like show her the whole scene, the whole Ooh. city. 
accusing Aze and yelling at him. Oh, nice. Like the door opens and then she just sees like Aze. He's no longer at the table, but collapsed on the ground, like sobbing and everyone's just yelling at him and stuff like that. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and the dream logic, it's not even like you go over to the door. It's just when the door is open, you can see outside it perfectly somehow Mm -hmm. because dreams are illogical like that. And you see the whole crowd scene, the mob, everyone banging for Aze's blood and you're crying. And uh, Voya's like, you know, obviously shook by this and is like, what is happening? What are you doing? What's going on? Showing you the truth. What am I supposed to do about it? Wake up. I can't. Can you or can you not? I can't. Are you asleep? Yes, of course. So you know that you're asleep and that you're in a dream? Yeah, now. Hmm. Do you know how to get out? I can't. Why? Because the conditions of the sleep spell. Henry. What are the conditions? Henry wants me to be governor again. Okay, you're governor. Wake up. You don't have that power. I make the dream look like you're governor. Yeah, so I understand what Mari's doing, but I'm <laughs> saying the conditions of the imprisonment spell are if for Voya to wake up, Voya needs to be legally governor again. Hmm. Do, do they have to be governor of Grendel specifically? Or can they be governor in name for only a few moments? Can we, can we make a tiny little micronation that is the four of us and make... Uh-huh. Can they be Voya- the governor of Slime? Yeah. Can, can, slime is a community. Can Voya be the governor of Slime? <laughs> yeah, I'm just- Inri, is, Inri isn't a moron. It was that the in terms of the imprisonment spell were definitely, you will awaken when you are governor of Grendel once more. Look, I think there's some legal bullshit we can pull. Uh, the current governor signs a memorandum that for 20 minutes, Voya will become governor again and then it will revert to being Philippa. Done. Voya, I have a proposition for you. I'm going to leave your dream and have a discussion with the actual governor of Grendel. Uh, What I need you to do is to accept what some people call an inception. We're going to give you the governorship, and when you wake up, you're going to resend it. I don't think that's going to work. Or Okay, never mind. Okay, well, you give up easy. (laughs) I was just going to say, I think time moves differently here than it does out there. Do you mind spending some time with me? I haven't seen anyone in a while. Mm, Yeah, well, you could see a lot of people once you wake up. Also, I don't like your parenting style. You are obviously pampered. Mm, No, I was a singular by myself for a few thousand years. Is Slime clear on the fact that Voyeur was put into a sleep by somebody else and isn't refusing to wake up on purpose? <laughs> I know, I, I didn't like their parenting style when they tell Aze <laughs> to shut up when they're upset. Mm-hmm. So it made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you assume so much about her parenting style from one small interaction. Look, if you, if you watch a parent tell their kid to shut up once, you, you get a good vibe. You get a yeah, good sense. I didn't like it. Yeah. Full transparency, the, the audience just already wrote a personality for Voya, and she's like crusty mentor who's trying to teach you uh, through a, a school of hard knocks. So 
I just adopted yeah, it. I hate that. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> she she's Pi May from Kill Bill. Uh, I just have no reason to give Voya any sort of politeness. So you know, I was just checking. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So do you do you leave the dream to report this to the rest of the party, or are you going to have dinner with the family? No, let's hang out with Voya Voya for a bit. Uh, yeah, so the rest of the party out in the cave, you see Slime twitch a couple times as she clashes with Voy in the dream, but ultimately the dream spell is powerful and uh, the those those tremors subside and uh, you're just left alone in this cave as a little dinner party happens. Yeah, Philippa starts cooking something and smoking, I guess, just hanging out. <laughs> you just be here a while. You find some of the single-use uh, cauldrons, some of the ramen cauldrons in here. <laughs> Cauldron noodle, yeah. Yeah. Philippa, does, <laughs> Philippa uses create or destroy water to fill it up and then uh, uses the flame sword to cook it. Yep. God, I'm hungry now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aze's probably milling about, like, dusting slash cleaning up around the cave. Uh they should make three portion instant ramen noodles. That would be great. <laughs> wow. Um, is there anything else you want to do? You said Philip was cooking, Ozzy's dusting, I guess, uh, Basil. Anything you want to um, establish? I think Basil's just going to wander out to the uh, the edge of the cave and just just spend some time watching outside. Yeah. It's really gorgeous out there. There's probably some uh, very strange animals that you don't even have enough reference to like even describe. If someone said like, "What do they look like?" you'd be like, "Animals? Like they're just animal shaped?" <laughs> yeah, I don't even I mean, know. They're not like anything the, else. For Basil in particular, like I think if you showed Basil a turtle right now, they'd be like, "Don't, don't have a fucking <laughs> reference point for this. It lives in a little house. What the fuck is this?" Basil ends up naming everything the way the Germans do, just like um, Turtle is like shield foot because he's just trying to like <laughs> mm-hmm. just trying to like yeah. piece together like it had these elements, I think. Laura, this is your chance. Do you want to make up an animal that lives in Arabella? And then we have to live with it. Oh, hell hell yeah. Um mm. Okay, right. Give give me a second. I need to get the I need to do this right. <laughs> okay. See, here's the thing. I'm trying to create creatures, and then I keep being like, "No, I'm getting too fu- too close to just like a real thing we have in mythical creatures." I need something fucking weird and wild. Um, I think we start with a very big platypus as the base. <laughs> yeah, we give it we give it some wings, but like some real real skeletal wings. Oh no. Uh replace the legs with polar bear legs. Okay. There you go. So There's nothing like that currently. I, that's something new. A big platypus <laughs> with polar bear legs and skeletal wings. So 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 a flying polar puss. Got it. Yeah, a flying polar puss. <laughs> wow, that sounds nightmarish. Alright, that's suitably terrifying. I assume carnivorous. Um... No, not at all. It's <laughs> okay. it's it's a herbivore with the with the whole uh, with the with the platypus face. Platypuses are herbivores, I think, maybe or omnivores at least. Insect insect larvae, shrimp, crayfish. How they got duck mouths? Yeah, they're straight up carnivorous. <laughs> you know what? 
You know what? Platypuses are not herbivores, but this this creature is. This is a herbivore. Okay, that's delightful. Uh, so that's what you're doing uh, back in the dream. Slime, do you have anything to say to Voya before you leave? You're all enjoying your uh, after-dinner uh, cake. <laughs> you're having a little coffee cake. <laughs> this is a dream. Nothing is real, so you, it can be whatever they want. You could, you could be having cotton candy uh, for dinner uh, in Bigfoot's house on the moon. It doesn't matter. It's a dream. Hmm. Boy, uh, your parenting style has resulted in Ozzy being unable to communicate their feelings in a way that makes them feel safe. That's your fault. Now let's get out of here. That's all you have to say to me? Criticism? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know you. <sighs> can, you can you two please stop fighting? It's making the potatoes taste worse. I'm sorry, not real Ozzy. <laughs> we're on the moon having this conversation uh you're still eating the potatoes everyone else is having like uh six story tall ice cream sundaes <laughs> you, you just love the same plate of potatoes he says he's a slow eater okay <laughs> when you wake up you need to be more emotionally available for Aze. inception <laughs> you just say inception stand up and walk yeah, away yeah just say inception <laughs> and I go womp womp okay <laughs> I I declare inception. <laughs> I declare inception. It's, 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 yeah, like, it's like Uno. You have to say it out loud, otherwise the rules say that it doesn't yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea that you're having you're having this dinner on the moon. You say inception, but that you zoop out of the dream back into your body, you're laying on the floor, and that's where you go mm-hmm. womp womp. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah, because that's when you wake up. The womp womp is when you wake up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Philippa jumps out of her skin and her feathers all pump, puff up because because slime just lying perfectly still goes <laughs> behind her on the yeah, floor. Yeah, the, the polar plata bear or whatever runs away from the sound of the, of the wops. <laughs> Here's the deal, Philippa. In order for Voya to wake up, they need to be the governor of Garandel. But also, they can just be the governor. And I said Grandel when some. <laughs> Never mind. They need to be the gov. All right, just turning this over. <laughs> That's in character. I like the idea you say that yeah. out loud. You're just like, I'm stuck. I gotta stop. I have this to again. start this over now. <laughs> Philippa, in order for Voya to wake up, they need to be governor in a real way of specifically. Our town that I will not say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> this has a great So what energy. we can do is we can either trust that they will be governor and then give you back those rights, or we can come up with some sort of wibbly wobbly contract and see if that works. Or we can leave Voya here forever. Because I don't really like them. I. <laughs> oh, oh! Why don't you like them? I don't like their parenting style. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Philippa. Everyone looks at Ozzy like, "What? He turned out fine. <laughs> He's not a crying Philippa, mess Philippa, constantly." Philippa's been st- sitting at the at the big. Uh, one use cauldron slapping some ramen noodles and when slime woke up she just turned her head 180 <laughs> right because she's an owl mm-hmm. yeah and then when and then when slime says about parenting style she looks back to Aze but then comes back around the other way so it's just like a 360 <laughs> turn <laughs> <laughs> she's like um 
Oh, well, I... This might sound strange because I, um... Grendel uses a sortition and not a vote, but... The sortition system is still the system that the villagers have put their faith in and democratically agreed on. And so... I'm not sure that I would feel comfortable signing away the governorship to someone just to to break a spell. Okay, well then we can leave because we know that Ozzy is innocent, so we're all right. I maybe you should roll, roll history for this, but I do want to probably say that goblin culture uses sortition like traditionally, which probably dates back to it being implemented. Uh, by the Nilbogs who like practice chaos specifically rather than being uh, a very specifically thought out democratic yeah. <laughs> thing. And, Not- mm-hmm. and here in and here in the UK we use first past the post, which is a terrible <laughs> system. Uh, and and British culture is a lot like goblin culture in that it sucks. And um and yet we still carry on trying to mm-hmm. use it because we, we had a fucking referendum and they still, everyone fucking, oh, I'm so mad. We could have had first, good voting. First fucking past hell. the post is fucking terrible and will consolidate power to the worst We would have people. had 20 years of fucking Labour government. Yes, we would. Jeez. Yes, we oh, would have I'm done. so mad. Apparently people are like, no, no, don't like change. Fucking Rupert Murdoch is a, is a is a dark warlock who's cast illusion spells across our entire goblin nation. <laughs> uh, I was I was uh, worried that we hadn't done enough to really talk about goblin culture this season, but if we understand uh, Britain... Two of our players live in it, well, so yeah, it's fine. Br- br- British, British politics is basically goblin politics. Dumb. <laughs> okay, so you really did a great job of uh, <laughs> portraying their perspective, if you th- look at it that way. Well, I mean, the, the, the suggestion I was going to make is if we can... Prove in the short term that Arze didn't kill Voya. To deal with the Voya problem, we could just go, hey, next time we do a sortition, can we make sure that Voya's name is also in the hat so eventually if it gets pulled out, Voya will wake up? We could bring her back down the mountain. We just wrap her up. It will be like Death Stranding. (laughs) (laughs) Madam President. And uh, if she if she wakes up and she decides actually I'd rather be back up the mountain, I mean there's nothing to stop her going back up the mountain, I suppose. Right, she can always just go back up the mountain. Like it's fine. It's right here. The green the the village is on the mountain. Two things. One, you started with three Beyblades full of supplies. You're down to one. So that's something to, to keep in mind. Another is, what is everyone's exhaustion level? Because it's if you're going back down the mountain, we need to talk about supplies and exhaustion. Mine is back to none. Oh, I have one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, Aze and Slime are at one level of exhaustion, and we have one Beyblade left. And Basil so. and Philip are uh, good. All right. So here's the thing about descending the mountain is that I've learned this in my uh, research. Actually, descending is much more dangerous because you use all of your uh, strength and energy to get up the mountain. You lose like a quarter of your body weight and muscle. It's the hardest thing you've ever done. Then you have to turn around and do it again. And that's where most accidents happen. However, it is much faster. Uh, I think last time we met, Laura made a joke about rolling down the mountain or something. Uh, I looked it up. Someone did ski down Mount Everest. It took five hours, which is preposterously fast. That's hardcore. That's a level skip. 
How it's incredible. How high of an athletics or acrobatic score would I need to successfully <laughs> ski down Mount Grendel? I On four hooves. have a vision yeah. in my mind of the person skiing down Mount Everest and doing like SSX tricky tricks flying past dead bodies. Yeah, I mean you would have to crit. Here's the thing, only like one person's in ever done life? it. Yeah, in real life and in the game. That's why people don't do it all the time because it's the most Dangerous thing you could possibly do. Imagine having, like, I have a hard time sitting for five hours still. <laughs> like, imagine doing something at, like, Olympic sports level where a single moment's loss of concentration fucking kills you instantly. Yeah. Just stone dead. Yeah, that's every day for me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm considering if uh, Basil could just cast stone skin and tumble down the mountain that way. Just, oops, I'm a, I'm a big rock, down I go. Uh, stone skin would stop you from splattering, <laughs> like if you were going to die. But remember, that doesn't make you invincible. I think it just raises your AC, which uh, you could be wearing really heavy armor and fall off a mountain and you still die. I mean, I get, res- I get resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing, which, like, ah, that's the main damage types I'd have going down a hill, probably. I'm <laughs> fine. Can I fabricate a giant sled? So resistance means you half the damage, so I would half the 2,500 you would take. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Another thing is, uh, we haven't been keeping exact track of how long it took to go up because I was trying to keep this all loosey goosey just so we didn't focus on the nitty gritty stuff. Uh, I do want to point out someone did climb Mount Everest in ten motherfucking hours. All right, who's speed running Mount Everest? Uh, his name is Lakpa Gelu. He is uh, an indigenous Nepalese Sherpa. So, like, born on the mountain. His job is climbing the mountain. Like he's the most uh, you could be experienced at it. So not something anyone could do. And we're here with Arze, which means that like we're probably just as fast. We'll be back down within 48 hours. Uh, Well, that's another thing is that because it usually takes two months to go up a mountain like this because you have to acclimate to the, the elevation and you have to carry supplies and nothing's magic. But because you live on the mountain, you're already acclimated to it. You have a bunch of magical equipment, et cetera, et cetera. You did, I think, you know, four days, five days. You, you made great time is what I what, what this whole thing, this last mm-hmm. interminable 10 minute speech I'm giving right now is to say you're making great time. The question is, do you want to make uh, a dangerous amount of time down, or do you want to take it easy? Can I fabricate a giant sled for us all to get on and mm-hmm. ride down the mountain? Sh- I mean, yes, you can. You can <laughs> use fabricate on a tree up here to make a, a sled. Uh, that's not going to be like, oh, you're back. It just it's going to change the math on some rolls. Yeah, and also increase the danger of the descent to some degree. The faster you go, the more dangerous it is. There's no way to skip that. The question is, how fast and how dangerous? Would everyone want to ride a giant sled down the mountain? I mean, yes. I mean, I could I could just jump off if it goes badly and fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not to sound like I don't care if you all plummet horrifically to your deaths, but I would be fine with that. I, I could turn into a rock and then also uh, I think I can do something to halve my damage again. Uh, yeah, steel resolve. I can... No. Co- <laughs> uh... Forged body. I can have my metal show up as well. So, like, I'll probably be fine if we hit something. Oh, you'd only take quarter of the damage from falling off the mountain. 
Yeah, so that's like 750 damage. I'm getting it down. <laughs> for purely for fun reasons, can I make a horrible, nightmarish Santa sleigh where my phantom seed is pulling the, uh, pulling the sleigh? Phantom steed, I think you meant to say. I think you said phantom seed Yeah, there. phantom steed. <laughs> but like, it's, you know, reindeer, but it's like six reindeer heads on one body. So it's still like Christmas themed. Yeah, uh, this is a terrifying image you're painting, but I love it. Here's what I'm going to need. I'm going to need you each to give me a different role for how you get down, and then we'll apply bonuses and modifiers. It sounds like uh, slime from uh, creating a sled, you get advantage, and then from uh, get your phantom steed, uh, maybe uh, add proficiency. Can I can I roll arcana since it's magic? Sure. If you want to uh, yes. Arcana, which I think already has proficiency for you, then you'll add proficiency again with advantage. Yeah, so I think I would like to use a very high-level animal friendship to pull together a team of... <laughs> I, I want to say just animals that are like horses from the New World, but the only animal we've established is the Flying Barapus. Flying um, Barapus! So... Uh, I can use that on fifth level and get five of those to go alongside uh, Slime's Phantom Steed in a six-horse team to pull us along. A 32. <laughs> so, into match theme, oh the six heads will have red noses. Is 32 <laughs> the highest roll we've ever had in Dice Funk? It feels like it. This couldn't be a more solid Nightmare Christmas. I feel like we might have had a higher stealth roll with uh, Pass Without Trace at some point. Uh, I I also think that I rolled I rolled like a thirty five once when the, with the Ed Martis presentation in season four. I think it was like a thirty five or something, something stupid like that. Uh, so the 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 first thing that comes to mind for me for getting Basil to help out here is I want. Basil to sort of get near the front of this sled and prepare a cast of pass wall. Okay, read that for the audience. Uh, a passage appears at a point of your choice that you can see on a wooden, plaster, or stone surface such as a wall, ceiling, or floor within range. Uh, it lasts for up to an hour. You choose the opening's dimensions, up to five feet wide and eight foot tall and twenty foot deep. Um... The idea being, if it looks like we're going to hit something, Basil wants to make it so there's just a door we can go through that'll be considerably less of a problem to hit. All right, that means that Basil with Passwall and Filippo with Animal Friendship, both of you are going to get advantage on whatever you choose to roll for this. Arcana is already taken. I would like to use Animal Handling because I think that my five flying barapuses will not like to be around whatever the fuck Mari made. <laughs> That's a 20. All right, a 20 and a 32. We're off to a great start. Uh, survival, maybe, to um, keep an eye out for the dangers along our path that might need pass walling. Perfect, perfect. 21 on the first roll, 11 on the second. That's a 21. All right, 21, 20, 32, looking good. Aze, what's up with you? Aze is going to be, at the very least, reviewing over 
notes regarding pathways up and down the mountain to sort of discern what the safest path with the safest fast path would be down the mountain based on his uh, past information. And one of the things he will do to help uh, everyone keep their balance on the uh, on the right down is cast a. Uh, I guess I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna do a uh, fifth level imbue constellation. Uh, cat's grace on the party to give everyone just advantage on dexterity checks, just from the standpoint of just like giving them better stability while going down. Sounds like you're gonna roll uh, nature with advantage. Sounds like that can work there. Yep. Uh, just gonna pop that there, and. 19 for the nature. All right, 19, 21, 20, 32. Incredible rolls. So why don't you all paint me a picture of this, uh, you know, collaboratively, because you're all working together to, uh, I assume, pick up Voya. Tell me about how that looks, build a sled. How does that look? Get some animals uh, mushed up to it and then make the journey back uh, down to the mountain because you're on the surface. So uh, I need, uh, you know, a chapter of beautiful description for my clever players voya is wrapped up like a mummy and put onto a harness on uh, aze's back and he has to hike to the sled <laughs> low roar playing <laughs> yeah and the controls are really sensitive yeah it's gonna do the left and right triggers to not fall over yeah yeah, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. sounds good sounds good i was gonna say that aze also packed up like the notes and stuff that have been made up here um they leave, uh, uh, Ozzy also leaves a little sign by the cave's entrance, uh, uh, on break, be back soon, <laughs> effectively. It's written up on there. Uh, gone governing. Yeah. <laughs> gone governing. Gone governing. <laughs> uh, I don't think Philippa wants, you know, uh, beside, yeah, I think that it's just like, turn back around and go back the way we came uh she has no reason to like do anything to the cave so yeah they wrap up voya safe and put her on the sled i think uh, <laughs> would philip put down the rest of the ramen that she made <laughs> oh yeah yeah she's had all the noodles at this point or they've all shared the noodles at this point so she just picks up the 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 plastic instant cauldron in her wing hands and chugs the remaining salty water uh basil positions themselves at the front of the sled ready to uh pass wall if needed and then instantly feels a little bit weird because they're sat right behind a lot of other four-legged uh oh yeah yeah like God. Uh-huh, um, sh- should i be helping out that no no, no planet of the no, apes moment not me. Not, not, not me. I th- so the sled is like uh, on the tip of Mount Grendel that pokes through into the new world, so like where we're about to start sledding down, right? And um, once everything's loaded up, I think that Philippa takes a look around at it and uh, kind of just the peacefulness of it compared to the world they've come from. And she takes like a big um, sigh and a and a, kind of a. I think she takes like a kind of a lungful of the air of the new world, like she's figuratively and literally breathing it in at the same time before she heads off. And she's also probably on the back of the sled uh, to, to talk about, uh, like, like with Basil's positioning. Um, she's on the back because whenever it goes over, like, a big bump or whatever, she just, like, flutters a little bit in the air. Like, you know, 
bumps up into the air, flutters a little bit, comes back down. That's for the that's for the gif. That's for the looping gif fan art of them all sledding down the mountain. Uh, <laughs> uh, slime has two tendrils, not controlling any of Philippa's people. Um, <laughs> just going. It's it doesn't even do anything. They're just role playing as a sleigh driver, just to their phantom speed. <laughs> just role playing, having a good time. Oh, one last thing about uh, about the setting off is that I think that after taking that big lungful, like Philip is the last one to get on the sled. Like she was looking around at it all, and it's when the sled just like actually starts to move, she just goes and jumps onto the back of it. <laughs> the sled welcomes Philippa with little slime tendrils coming up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're gonna have Austin going ride me, ride me. <laughs> Hey, I didn't come up with Enter Me. Don't pretend like that was an Austin original. <laughs> yeah, but you liked it a lot. <laughs> I'm completely safe. <laughs> All right, so let's have some checks to see how the sledding goes uh, down the mountain because we're off to a great start. Some some incredible rolls here. Uh, first up, uh, strength saving throws, everyone, to hold on to the reins and the sled as the speed Uh-oh. gets wild. Mm-hmm. Five. Sixteen. Uh, <laughs> Nine. One second. Come on, slime. Eleven. <laughs> uh, that's not going to do it. We got sixteen, nine, eleven, five. Uh, the lowest is five. I mean, Philippa, you can fly, so this is going to be nowhere yeah. near as bad as it <laughs> could be. But, uh, yeah, you hit uh, a bump. The whole sled jumps five feet off the ground, ejecting some uh, supplies and fill up. Philippa up into the air. Uh, you can fly. How do you get back to the sled as it, it just goes on without you at top speed? I think that she, like, flaps her wings so that she keeps on gaining altitude as she goes up so that she isn't, like, thrown and goes into a spiral or anything so that she can get altitude. And then she can, like, uh, with that elevation, she'd be able to spot where the sled is. And she effectively dive bombs the sled to get back to it. All right. Uh, let's say. Let's see here. Um, acrobatics check. That seems fair. Eighteen. Yeah. Describe to me uh, what you do there. Um. She, well, she was knocked off. You know, all all the supplies went flying. She was, you know, on the back of the sled, smoking at her pipe. And when she was knocked off, her pipe went flying out of her hand. So it's it's a it's a real um. I don't know, this feels like a Marvel movie kind of... This is like a Spider-Man uh, uh, action moment. Like, the the pipe is way up in the air. She's flying way up in the air. She, like, calculates. She looks. She, she swoops and grabs it and then lands back on the on the sled. Joss Whedon claps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so narrowly avoided uh, losing your Philippa there, but the sledge continues down the mountain. Um, I have another check in the chamber for you, but does anybody want to yell say anything to each other because the wind is whipping in your face there's crevasses there's mist there's sheep uh it's just a war of stuff going by you and you all are very aware that one wrong move here and you could slam into a wall and kill half half the party i suppose if we we check with voya later and she does not want to be back down the mountain but also doesn't want to be governor should we put her back up the mountain she can get herself back up if she doesn't like it. <laughs> um, 
Look, I'm sure we can send Voyer up with whichever group go up next. Go like, hey, can you can you take this body up with you and just put him in a nice cave? They'll be fine. That's true, and we can strap a baby to their front as well. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We will give them free monster energy so that they can get up the mountain fast. <laughs> I have no idea what this is a reference to. Death Stranding, you put, you've got a special water bottle that if you put river water in it, it turns into <laughs> monster energy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, for that terrible reference, uh, can I get constitution saving throws from everybody? Just uh, the freezing air on your fingers, uh, the, just the fatigue of this entire journey weighing on you. Joke's on you, Yoski, I don't have fingers. Four? Four, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have had fingers, you ever think of that? Fuck shit. 11, 10. No, 4, 4, 11, 10. Not good. Uh, Aze and Philippa, you find yourselves unable to hold on to the, the sled or the reins, and you, you're you're in trouble. What do you do? Because you're about to fall off. Slime, help. Uh, uh. Slime, like, just, just uh, grabs, grabs Philippa, just grabs everybody with all of their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, yeah. St- uh, strength. Oh, uh, shit. Slime? This is bad. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's is very bad. bad. It's very bad. Three. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. All right. Okay, well, before I to say what happens there, Aze, you can't feel your fingers and you can't grab anything. What do you do? Can I cast web on everybody just to fucking web them onto the, onto the sleigh? You certainly can. If I mean, you just kind of blew your whole load there in the middle of Aze's thing. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like Aze's instinct would be to sort of turn and just sort of like wrap his arms around Voya and just sort of like hit the deck as well as he can, while just shutting his eyes and shivering because he doesn't really have much else that he can do really to help the sit the immediate situation. Unfortunately, yeah. So if, if Philippa's uh calling for help and trying to grab on a slime fails your hand just get you know pull out a chunk of slime and Aze just braces for impact both of you are pretty much toast but then slime if you get the idea to spider-man web everyone down mm-hmm. that does uh that does do what you want uh, spider-man all the way down yeah but um so two of my mouths open and like silly string it just <laughs> you know i turn my head all over the place and everyone just gets silly stringed to the sled Whatever position they are in. Unfortunately, if you just happen to be on a comfortable position, you're just like that from now on until we until it's done. Incredible. So once again, this this is gonna take multiple hours, like six, seven hours. It's a lot of sledding. Uh, so what else do you all talk about as this is happening? I before we have conversations, I want to note that Basil has barely noticed any of the the falling off of the sled that keeps happening. Because Basil's uh. at the front, just like hell yeah, I'm doing amazing. <laughs> Doing great. I'm nailing this. So one thing that Philippa says is, Basil, you're doing amazing. <laughs> yeah, I've looked forward, I've kept us moving in a straight line, and I have not at any point looked anywhere other than where we're going. I'm doing great. How does Basil feel about their uh, co-workers? Well, look, if I'm going to be entirely honest, I'm actually kind of, uh, oh, what's the word, uh, a little bit envious. They are very, very graceful, very at home in nature. <laughs> very good at knowing how to how to move over stuff. I I appreciate the skill. 
Ah, after hearing that the Phantom Steed opens their six mouths and makes a scream almost like a person's. <laughs> Thank you. I'm oh. glad you approve. Yeah, one of them sticks out a tongue that's way too long and licks you. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Dexterity saving throws, everyone. Ozzy rolls an 18. A seven. Natural 20. What are you going to do about it? I'm already well, th- webbed you're, in. You're, you're, you're going to have somebody else be in trouble is the answer to that. Can, can I be wise to save the next time? None of, you're not, this is none of my good stats. Sorry, slutting is a pretty physical activity. It doesn't have a lot of uh, intellectual four. aspects four. to is it. Is that what you want from me? It's four. Uh, no, the, the group passes four. 20 and 18. So with oh, with the thank God. with the crit uh, slime telling me how you navigate these slopes and crevasses that are up ahead, there's some jumps basically that need to be made here, and you got a full team of animals, so it's pretty tricky. Okay, so I don't exhibit control on the animals, but since I did do web and it's all connected to me, it makes sli- it much easier for slime to move the sled like left and right and lean it so that it's easier for everybody else to stay on. You know, it's like, you know, lean into the curves. Um, When it jumps in the air, make it so, you know, they move their body around so it lands a little bit easier. And then every once in a while, someone almost falls out. I use one of my remaining few hundred hands, grab them, slip them right back on the web like a spider and then fly trying Uh to escape. Can't escape my web of friendship. Okay, the web of friendship comes through, and the party uh, jumps the crevasses, takes the hills safely, uh, and continues down the mountain at a really solid pace. Uh, Once again, anything you're talking about for the the next hour before something else comes uh, to try to kill you? Trying to think. Uh, Aze will start talking. I was like, I wonder what uh, the Kitsune's plan was. With getting Voya to be governor again, outside of just thinking she was the best one for the job. Well, she she knew that that was the condition, so if she woke up, then it's governor time. Yeah, but Imri also seemed to think that Voya was gonna be gonna be governor forever. That's a bit of the equation we do not yet have. Well, we could always kill Voya. No. <laughs> Wait. No, hang on. I don't think that's a solution to this situation. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for thinking outside the box value, you friend. Thank you. Uh, with that slime comment, can I actually get intelligence saving throws from everyone? <laughs> oh, really? Finally, okay. something good. Finally. Ozzy rolls a natural 20. That's a 27. 18. Oh, 17! My dumbass did okay! <laughs> with their negative modifier. Incredible all around. Aze with a 27 crit. You get to paint me the picture of this. There's one more check after this, but how do you use your intelligence to keep the sled from slamming into a tree and Sonny Bonoing the whole crew? I like to think that Aze is still like webbed in onto the 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 floor of the sled so all he's able to see is like tree lines and stuff but once he starts seeing the tree line kind of form the way it is he's able to be like oh we're passing uh, into a new biome here into a new 
the layer of the mountain. Uh, we should be... <clears throat> Uh, we should be skewing uh, the, more to the left, I think. That's where the path should open up. Just just straight up, like, re digging deep into his own memories of, like, going down the mountain, possibly at one point while being carried on his back and looking upwards and remembering the sight from an earlier trip. Is it too soon to reference the fact that Son Sonny Bono died while skiing? Is that too soon? Uh, huh. I don't no. know who that is. No. Oh my god, Sophie, you're so 25. <laughs> and loving it. <laughs> Unironically, Sonny Bono is responsible for copyright law as it currently exists. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because uh. he, he originally wanted it to be even longer and more just absurd, but it got rolled well, back. I'm glad he died. <laughs> yeah. Famous for being in the musical group Sonny and Cher, but um, probably more importantly, uh, helped the legislation that allowed Disney to mangle American copyright law and thus international copyright law died when he hit a tree on a mountain, which was the joke. And then I made it and then I realized it might be insensitive, but also fuck him. So mm -hmm. <laughs> if he'd stayed alive, he might have made copyright law even worse, as hard as that is to imagine. So yeah. good. <laughs> my take. Well, well done, the tree that, that got him. <laughs> I didn't know we were going that far. Apologies to the family. <laughs> um, Critical support to the tree. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. To the family of Sonny Bono who were definitely listening to this. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if that's how we got cancelled? It wasn't any of the disgusting body horror of any of the political stuff, <laughs> like the communism. It was just like we made fun of one dead-ass celebrity. Or is he dead? If that dead-ass celebrity didn't want to get made fun of, they shouldn't have tried to make copyright law shitty. Yeah, I I know about all these topics. Yeah, Mara, you're you're really the expert. I always say that about yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I get a wisdom saving throw? This is the last one. I was gonna have another hey. conversation down the mountain, but we used it to slander a dead person. So wait, I want to have a conversation. <laughs> I have an important topic to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. How does everyone feel? About me using Neela's petrified remains as an arcane focus. Uh, um, um, We're all here on the sled. I thought we could ask, you know, we could just talk uh, about it. Um, I worry that that might unsettle some of the villagers. I feel like that might be... I, I don't know that everyone in the village is going to want to be reminded of their friend's death every time that the, uh, the, the watch does some magic. What if I swallowed the bottle with her putrefied remains in them? It, it's still pretty objectifying. Okay. All right. We'll bury them. Okay. Good combo, everyone. <laughs> uh. All right, wisdom saving throws then, I guess. Thank you for giving me the wisdom throw. Uh, 19. 18. 18. Uh, Ozzy rolled a natural one, so they came out of 10 because, you know, <laughs> plus nine. You got, a, you got a botch 10. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. Okay, so yeah, I wanted to give saving throws for every possible ability score except for charisma because I just don't think that's really relevant for skating down a mountain. <laughs> uh, but mm -hmm. the success means the party is going to get down, but the botch means I get to be a bastard. So mm -hmm. let me do something real quick. Oh, you fucking bastard. Austin being a bastard to his players? Inconceivable. I feel like 
men are bastards, as they say on Rolling with Rainbows. <laughs> that is a thing that people say sometimes, yeah. Uh, so the sledding is going super well. The party hasn't lost anybody. You haven't crashed. Uh, and you're, you can even see Grendel in the distance at the foot of the, of the, of the mountain. Uh, when suddenly a, a, essentially a volcano of snow shoots up out of the ground, there's a fissure and just a spout and you see rising out of the ground ahead of you is 30 feet of blue foot love and centipede. <laughs> oh shit. That's a big boy there. Can we just go around? Well, uh, that's a good question. Um, the Remo Rays... 130 feet. Yeah, <laughs> that's so many feet. And it loves every foot. <laughs> Is that, do I have enough hands for each foot? Yeah, you could hold every foot tenderly. Hmm. I have an idea for a potential creative spell use. Okay. Okay. Huh, how do I how do I do this? How do I do this? Um So I want to creatively use password. Okay, you you burned a slot for it before and you still have a slot to use it again? Uh oh did I did I use it earlier? Uh we hadn't come across a point in the mountain where you'd said there is a thing that password gets used up on. No, that uh you spent the slot to get the advantage, but you are a warlock, so you sh- I assume you actually Uh have yeah, cuz we did we 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 rested up at the top of the mountain. We did a short rest, didn't we, which yeah. I can get. Yeah. Sl- yeah, I can get some slots back. Cool. Okay. So one of the things that password can do is when you create a uh, a doorway on let's say um a wall, a ceiling, or a floor, which there is one of available here, um, any creatures or objects uh, that would be where the passage is are rejected to an unoccupied space that isn't the doorway. <laughs> I want to make a doorway underneath this thing to force it out the way. Your plan is that it shoots out of the ground and then you just cast a spell and it shoots right back in the ground again. <laughs> I mean... Basically, <laughs> it says uh, when the object disappears, then the ejection happens, which is after one hour. Can, okay, can, can I can I deliberately dispel my own spell? Uh, usually, that's with concentration, which this is not. But I, I think there is something here. If you create a passage on the surface below it, twenty feet deep, you can drop it. Yeah, um, I can create a twenty foot hole that it falls into, essentially. Yeah, let me. See. You know what? This is this is pretty interesting and pretty clever. And you're you're a warlock. You only have a couple of spell slots, so you're really committing your resources to it, which is good. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have the Remorays make a dexterity save to try to not fall in the hole. It's very big. These are like dragon size. I said before when you fought the young one that this is challenge rating eleven. Which means it can take a party of level eleven characters. You're a party of character. You're a party of level ten characters. So this guy is yeah. is not a pushover. But I- I'm gonna honor this very clever idea with a roll. Here it goes. This is the level. This is the Looney Tunes moment where it goes up in the air. The ground disappears out from under it, and then it, its legs <laughs> spin in the air that's, to try that's and what move. I'm that's what I'm hoping. And all of its legs holds up different signs that says "Oh, oh boy" <laughs> in different languages. Yeah, he looks to the camera. He's like, "Oh." The question is, does he look down? Because the gravity only starts when he looks down. That's true. Dexterity safe to see if he looks down. 
11. That's not going to do it. That's not going to reach my spell <laughs> safety, see? Uh, so it's funny was because this Remoraze is the, I guess, the parent of the one you killed. During that episode, uh, Mari said, does this one have any relatives or something? And I, I put that in the last time on Dice Funk to like foreshadow the revenge of the Remoraze. But instead, you put it in a hole. <laughs> I just let it fall down a hole and I shut the door behind as, it. Done. As we slid past, Philippa yells in the hole, That's how that feels! <laughs> I, I think, it, okay, tell me if this is a good mental image, because it's 30 feet long, you drop it in a 20-foot hole, so there, its head is still sticking out, but I imagine you just drive the sled through its head. Oh my god. That's so mean. I love it. <laughs> I knew you were going to see that, Mari. <laughs> so that, that's where I'm at. How, what do you all think? If you, it, it's like it rips up out of the ground in front of you. It's going to knock your sled over and eat you. It's fucking enormous. Basil drops it in a hole and it tries to, you know, it's just its head's peeking out and you just drive like in its mouth and out the back of its brain on the way to Grendel. Oh my this God. is a real uh, Looney Tunes to Coen Brothers pivot in terms of the action we're experiencing. Uh-huh. I, I'm very here for it, though. <laughs> uh, yes. So. So the end of this journey is the sled uh, kind of sliding into Grendel, like right up to the edge, the last of its momentum, as you're all covered in guts. And you, the sledge comes to like a stop right at like the boundary where the village starts and all of you are just head to toe fucking slimed, just gacked. Exactly when the momentum of the sledge stops and they're all covered in Remoray's brains. Philippa casts Create to Destroy Water to just dump a load of water to wash the brains all off them. Thank you. That's the image uh, as you're all like shivering at the edge of <laughs> at the edge of the village. It's fucking negative twenty Fahrenheit out, and now you're all freezing, soaking wet. Uh, and a good neighbor <laughs> robot walks up to the group. Uh, it is uh, the farmer Applewhite robot with uh, a rake for one arm and a, a thresher for another, just a spinning. Call uh, a spinning uh, cylinder of blades, and it walks over. Can we tell it's blue? Yeah, it is. Uh, the blue slime mold is kind of oozing out of its joints, so it's not a mystery what's going on there. Oh, hey, what are you doing? The good neighbor robot waves. It does not have a mouth or lungs or. Hi, mold. Why? Why are you here, mold? I wait back. Where's the main mold? Can you take us there? Uh, this good neighbor robot kind of uh, gestures as if to the p- invisible perimeter of the village, like as if there's a border in front of it between you, between it and you, and just kind of indicates there's a border and stands at attention at the border. Mold, can you get Nobi or someone who knows us, please? Yeah, the good neighbor doesn't respond. Uh, but, uh, after a couple minutes, uh, I think Nobi, you can see Nobi in the distance, like walking in your direction. So, uh, apparently some slime mold slipped out of the robot and went to tell main mold who told Nobi. <laughs> hey, we're back. Hey, what are you all doing back? Why is Aze alive? <laughs> uh, cause Aze didn't kill Voya. Voya's here and alive. She looks dead to me. No, we just had to wrap her up like a mummy to keep her safe on the sledge because she's asleep. Yes. Aze is innocent of all charges because we went into his that this this terrible parent's dream. She's not a terrible parent. 
Oh, you don't need to defend your abuser. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, Inri, uh, Inri put Voya to sleep. Well, I just dumped water on all of us because we were covered in in bug brains. So, can we? Uh, can you tell the, the the this good neighbor to uh, let us in, and we can go and dry off? Yeah, sure. Let him in. Uh, Nobi starts walking away, uh, like to lead you into the village, and says. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Professor Gigi already confessed, so good job on the investigation. Gigi confessed? Yep, he's in the uh, gender-neutral confinement area, so good job, ace detectives. You really cracked this one. I think we should probably go talk to Gigi. (laughs) Oh my god. Nobi, is there anything blue coming out of them? Yeah, there's a lot of blue molds here. Do you want to talk to mold? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nobi will walk to the center of town where mold in the body of a frost giant skeleton is laying in the middle of the town square. Just like he's making a snow angel. Just arms and legs spread out. He's just laying there. Um, so the audience already knows. Cat said for mold to join the community, mold had to be vetted. And then said, the vetting is ongoing, don't move. And Mold has just been laying in the middle of town ever since. Uh, that's where he lives now. <laughs> until the vetting is over. Hey, Mold. Hello, Slime. How's your biomass? Still small, I see. Um, well, you know, it's a choice. <laughs> Whatever you have to say to live with yourself. I'm getting vetted mm-hmm. right now. Oh, for what? I don't really know. Cat said I needed oh. it, so. Oh, all right. Uh, there's a good neighbor filled with your your uh, biomass at the edge of town. What's going on with that? Oh, there's five of them. They're my uh, my Praetorian guard, or I guess they're on loan to Nobi. They're Nobi's Praetorian guard. Oh, it seems like you've made a nice little family. Very proud of you. You're doing great. Bye. Bye. <laughs> So, so yeah, cat, <laughs> catching up on what happened when you were gone, Mold uh, has reactivated five good neighbors, given them to Nobi. Uh, Professor Gigi has confessed to the murder of Very, Neelith, and Ruth, and is in, imprisoned. Uh, Anne, the Baku, is uh, in town and uh, you know doing stuff. You haven't really figured that. You don't cat really was know there that. For, cat was there for the for Gigi's confession. Should Cat come then brief them? Yeah, I mean, Cat can enter the the scene anytime. I was just uh, to brief uh, the players who haven't listened to the uh, episodes yeah, that I recorded, yeah. Sophie. Of uh, course, of course. Yeah, and then uh, Kaboom and Kablam lost their chainsaw, so that's that's where we are. Friends, uh, ex-governor Gigi has confessed to what? The murder of Neelith and Very and Ruth. Did they have a reason why? Yes, they. Uh, are possessed by Cory. Oh. Uh, uh, nobody checked in on them and they got really lonely. Oh. Hmm. Anne, uh, who is the Baku, who is maybe my girlfriend, it is complicated, um, <laughs> is trying to help them to become a Kalashtar so they will not be a danger to anyone anymore. Did, uh, did they... Did they give any specifics about what happened? Like, why, why, for example, uh, Arze's scroll was there? 
things like that. Mm, no, the operating theory is mm, that they were doing bad things in their sleep because it is a sleep demon. Wait, in in their sleep? Gigi does not remember doing the murders. Well, then how did they confess if they don't remember it? Well, they have a quarry, which is fairly compelling evidence. Seems like you can't confess to something you don't remember. Oh, Mari. Oh, no, I have such bad news. Yeah. Let's take a walk down the path of, <laughs> of perfect judicial systems in America. Yay. Yay. Um, no, I'm genuinely confused. How do you confess to something when the only evidence is that they have a quarries? Did you... I don't understand. Gigi um, came to us and requested to be confined uh, so that they would not be a danger anymore. Mm, the confession part is complicated. A complicated confession? We are not proceeding with... Mm, punishment because this part of the mm, judicial system has not been figured out yet. And when they go to sleep, they commit these crimes? We are trying to make it so that that is not the case by making Gigi a Kalashtar. I have, I think, my first question. How is how is the village reacted? I, I'd say there's a good mix of... Uh... Reactions. I think the people who are closest to the deceased are just like, let's just kill Gigi. I think Potter yeah, is, I, is definitely the one leading that charge. And then there's people uh, who are like, uh, you know, forgiveness and uh, understanding or disbelief uh, for various reasons. So it's it's very, it's the same reaction to Aze's, uh, you I, know. Yeah, I think that is exactly why Basil was asking, is Basil is very aware of how quickly Grendel is willing to go, oh, they did it, let's go kill them. Yeah. And I th I think I think Basil's instinct is to head straight over there and take try and take the same role they, they did before, to stand in the way and go, don't just follow your instinct to kill someone without thinking about it. There isn't an active mob because it's been a couple of days since Gigi turned himself in and people know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, this is good because I think message, uh, like the, the, the knowledge that Governor Philippa has returned spreads through the village and people start coming out to see what she will do. Um, also, nobody sees, you know, the mummy, Voya, and says, So do you want me to go get Sun, Moon, Stars so we can bury that mummy? She's not dead. Or we could eat it. M mother, we are we eat eating it. this one? Oh, it's alive. We can't. It's Voya. Voya is alive. What? Why does she look dead then? Uh, not like Hale, having a big sleep. Yeah, so now everyone gets caught up on that as you arrive to the gender-neutral confinement area, which, uh, uh, actually, Mari, can I get a description of that once more? You you constructed this as slime. It's like a, bro it's like a man cave, a bro cave, but... Neutral? No, no, no. There is there is a man cave, and then there was a sister pool, which I accidentally called a cis pool, and everyone thought, oh my god, that's for cisgenders. No. Um, and then the gender neutral confinement area has a lot of like bean bags and like areas to read. Okay. You, you know, it's cozy. <laughs> so Professor Gigi sitting on a bean bag chair reading crime and punishment, uh, thinking about classic non binary trait. Bean bag chairs. <laughs> 
reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, everyone else comes out. This I don't know if this is a trial trial, but this is similar to the trial scenes we've had before. Everyone's going to come out. Everyone's going to express their opinion. This is most the most complicated case. You know how a Phoenix Wright starts off very simple, and by the end, it's like a whole fucking thing? It's like that, because not only is Gigi's guilt up for debate uh the decision to let him become clash is up for debate what to do with voya is up for debate what to do about molds up for debate everyone's freaking out uh this is like this the penultimate climax of season eight can i say Gigi's dreams uh Gigi's not sleeping can we wait and put Gigi to sleep sleep they can take a nap <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, I I would say that's pro- probably if you suggested that now, people would say like we're in the middle of something slime. Well, I just did, and everyone told me there's a, we're in the middle of something. <laughs> um, yeah. So who, who anybody who wants to start can start. Uh, I I will put a picture of uh, Gigi's quarry in the chat because it's not the quarry you're used to. It's a different type called a hashalak. It, it looks like a kind of tube made out of string blue string and it has like a number of uh you know grabbing kind of arms along its side and a blue core oh i love it it is not as intensely hostile as the kind you have seen so far uh this this one uh this has already been discussed in character so i'll just say it without a roll this is like the the smart kind of quarry as opposed to the soldier kind can we talk to the quarry um, you can try. I think uh, Gigi summons it, and if you talk to it, it does not respond. Sophie just put one of these fucking <laughs> worm on a string things that Lauren Morgan yeah, is. I love it. <laughs> Lauren Morgan's always talking about these. What these? What are these worm? Yes, on a st- it's worm on a string. <laughs> it's a worm on a string. Yeah. Anyway, that's what the hashalak looks like. Yeah, it's a. Blue, it does. It's a blue it's- worm on a string. God, yeah. I thought we had gotten rid of this. <laughs> it, 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 it returned. It returns. Look, you made the choice to have the uh, to have the worm on a string in the campaign. That's on you. Et in Arcadia, worm on a string. Uh yeah. If someone s- says to the quarry anything, it, it it will just kind of float there, unresponsive. And can you talk to the quarry? You are from the same uh, neighborhood. Yeah. So Anne has been uh, the last couple of days trying to work with the Hashalak and, and Professor Gigi to, you know, fuse them permanently, which is seen as, you know, one of the only desirable outcomes of this situation. Uh, and Anne says, it's kind of hard. Uh, the quarry don't really have that much personality. They're kind of like limbs of this thing called the Dreaming Dark, which is kind of like this evil nightmare that seeks to devour all of existence. And I'm not saying they're all bad. Some of them, some of the quarry turn good, and that's why they join people. Uh, this one isn't attacking, so that's good. But it's also, it's not helping. I don't know what its what its deal is. It won't answer me. And if Gigi went to sleep, would we be able to speak to it more clearly in the dream world? Nah. You and me, Anne. Nah, nah, nah. Second of all. Don't fuck with my daughter's feelings. Oh my god! Figure out what you want. Oh. <laughs> I should say, uh, the, if the players uh, would have noticed this a while ago, and the audience already knows, but I want to reiterate: uh, everyone has new styles. Uh, Nobi has dyed his fur. <laughs> oh, yeah. Has dyed his fur black. Uh, Anne is uh, very stylish now. Um, what cat? Did you get into a haircut? I think. Oh Jesus! Did I? 
You, we had a fashion montage. Yeah, we did, and I can't remember what I did now. Also, Kat, I love your new hair. Thank <laughs> you, mother. Uh, so do I. I'm trying to remember what it is. The first time I took care of a village, they all died, and I see that mm, no one has died. You did a great job. <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten all about Kat's hair because of Nobi's uh, uh, f- final form sicko mode tr- uh, makeover. <laughs> Uh, I've been I've been fixated on this. Nobi Nobi's dark now. Yeah, Nobi started as a wooloo and is now a dub wool. Mega Nobi. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I I'm gonna suggest something, and I don't know. I I just want to get this out there. Gigi does not remember doing these murders. I think that there is compelling evidence that someone with a quarry may have done these murders. We do not know that there's not someone else in town with one. That is true. This is why my priority has been making Gigi no longer a, mm, an imminent danger to everyone. I apologize if this is frustrating for the audience, but law school is like 90% reading cases where people confess to crimes they didn't do. That's like the majority of it. It's yeah. extremely common. Exactly. Um, and I think like the the other question Basil's going to ask is, I, I don't know much about how um the Kalashtar thing works. If the quarry did the murders, and Gigi fuses with it, and becomes a Kalashtar, will Gigi know whether he did the murders or not once he's fused? Anne says. Well, listen here. The, the, becoming a Kalashtar is not two people in one body. It's one person in one body. That's why it's so hard. You kind of have to empty them out halfway and then fill each other up with them. And, like, they don't have separate uh, personalities. They're one thing, you know? Uh, I know they don't have separate personalities. I didn't know if memories were a thing. I, I felt like it was a sensible question, but apparently not. <laughs> it's it's perfectly sensible. You just don't want to remember the entire Dreaming Dark. Your eyes would pop and your ears would bleed. No, but, uh, you know, can you go, hey, thing that's part of me now, What what d- d- did I do that? Did I do that? <laughs> Is, are they in front, like, are they, like, floating around on top of Gigi? What are we seeing right now? Yeah, Gigi's sitting on a beanbag reading Crime and Punishment, and the Hashalak is, like, floating behind him like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure stand. And how is it going filling Gigi uh, halfway or emptying him and filling him up again? It sounds so erotic when you say it like that. Can you say it a different way? Oh, how is it going? Hmm. Getting Gigi fill up good. No, wait. How is it going making Gigi all full up? No, hang on. Never mind. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. No, uh, I tried, and that's the only way I can say it. It's really difficult, actually. Uh, I've never done this before. Um, you know, there's a reason we, people wanted Ruth to do this. Um, apparently, you know, that would have been something. I actually... Mm. Nobi, didn't Ruth teach you... Mm, feelings, mm, meditations. Yeah, so this is a question. I, I mean, obviously, we know that during a downside, a downside, during a downtime, Nobi went to Ruth and asked and was granted special uh, cultivation techniques. 
Um, has nobody told anyone about that specifically, or we just know that nobody went to therapy? I always, well, I, it just depends whether you're okay with this, uh, my, but I always imagined Cat and Nobis. It's just like we never had these conversations because I was both of the voices, but I always imagined their relationship was very, like, um, very much confidants for each other, and they would just tell each other whatever stuff. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I can definitely see someone someone with a sheep's brain just letting it slip that they know some uh, thought cultivation techniques. You know, that's not out, out of the realm of possibility. So if that's the case, nobody, you know, would say, um, yeah, I think they both have to really trust each other and, like, want the same thing. And I think right now, uh, you know, Gigi's all guilty and uh, Corey doesn't give a shit because it doesn't know, the, it doesn't know anybody. That died? Who cares? <laughs> Does the quarry understand what's happening? It it sounds like you want to roll insight. You keep asking me insight questions. Is that what you want? Seven. Fuck. That was you. on Philippa's character sheet, but so Philippa looks at it for insight. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Sure. Philippa, 22. 22, yeah. Uh, 19 insight. <laughs> All this conversation in front of the quarry, I think Slime is like trying to brute force the, the conversation and the communication. Philippa, with your 22, uh, obviously also Baz got a 19, but with the 22, I think you pick up on something and, and its uh, body language is interesting. Like it has a blue glowing core inside of its uh, worm on a string body. Uh, and this <laughs> core is kind of flicking around in such a way as to take in the whole scene. And I think you intuit that it, it's it's biding its time and listening and watching and trying to figure out the best thing. Like it, it's it's playing a poker hand with a, a perfectly placid face. That's it's not communicating because it's waiting to see what would be most beneficial. Uh, it's not. It, it is perfectly capable of communicating. It could talk anytime. It's choosing not to, and it has no. Re- it doesn't feel like threatened. Like no one's like, uh, tell, talk to us or we'll torture you, which might work. You yeah. know, not that you would do that. I'm just saying, like that might be a thing. Like it doesn't have any reason right now until it knows who's gonna win. It's it, it's, it's gonna side yeah. with whoever wins. That's all that matters to it. I think Philippa says uh, very levelly, like not 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 necessarily intimidating. Not necessarily trying to intimidate, but she says, Did you kill my friends? Uh, roll persuasion. Okay. Yeah, just just Philippa. Nine. Damn it. Yeah. Now, the, the quarry hears you, and it just doesn't feel like you have the authority to make that kind of push on it. It's like, who are you to talk to me like that? I, am, I represent the Dreaming Dark. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh... Basil's gonna try asking something. Uh-huh. Um I I don't know if this is how you work. Um Do you know if there's any more of you in town? If there's any other quarry around? Uh I think it, you're gonna need intimidation to get that answer, because that it is not there's nothing in there that is persuasive. It's just a question. Okay, okay. okay. Can I do cat's intimidation, which is phenomenally high? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to try nonverbal communication. Um, slime just laves their body and just becomes a slime pile on the floor. <laughs> oh, uh, I rolled 13 on intimidation. 22? Hell yeah, cat once again with the sick roar. <laughs> Tell me how that looks. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, cat... 
comes up next to Philippa, sees that Philippa has not achieved the uh, the the goal there with yeah uh, um, uh, Basil asks the question, still no response. So Cat goes, hmm. Please, could you answer my friend's question? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you do, you do a powerful roar. That uh, that I, so what's important here, I think, is you communicate that you could hurt it. That is what it actually cares about here, uh, because it do, it doesn't think the rest of you can or are willing to hurt it. So it just doesn't respect that. It doesn't care. Yeah, but she still wants to be polite, and that's important to her. Okay, polite roar. Um, I think in response to that. The Hashalak uh, uses an illusion spell. I think this is a big one. I, I don't have it written down in front of me which one it is. I think it might let's, it might be hallucinatory terrain. In fact, if we're going to bring it back to Aze, mm-hmm. but like the whole area around you looks like it looks like the sun goes out. Like it just gets very dark in this area. If you look in the distance, you can still see light like at the edge of the village. So it's not actually dark. It's an illusion. But like the whole area around you goes dark and you see just like dozens of quarry like snaking around the the people uh, here. Just like between the pe- members of the crowd and like around the houses. And you see uh, like it's like, you know, an army coming out of the dark. And then the illusion is gone. Oh, good. The Hashalak's. Hashlack is saying, like, we are everywhere. The dreaming dark is coming. You're all going to die. We we didn't see any we didn't see anything more telling in that. Like there wasn't like, oh, and one of them is connected to Novi, I see. <laughs> I love you very much, Laura. This this character does not care about your friends. I know this, I understand this. I have to ask. Thank you for uh, enlightening us. Um, I think Hale at this point speaks up and says, Gee willikers, is that Voya? Uh, we're saved. Hallelujah, folks, we're saved. They brought Voya back. Can Voya close the portal to the Dreaming Dark? If she can't, nobody can. She's the strongest mystic the village's ever had. Okay. So, friends, how uh, do we wake up Voya? The Kitsune had put Voya into this sleep. Until she was made governor again. A murmur goes through the crowd as they all say, like, yeah, Voya could could fortify the veil to the Dalcor and all the quarry would go away. That'd be great. Yeah. But then some people are like, uh, she looks pretty dead. Like, uh, this I don't know if this is a good idea. Should we be messing with this kind of stuff? You know, it's just like people are working through it. Philippa calls out to the crowd. She's not dead. She is just wrapped up like a mommy so that she didn't fall off the sled. Mm hmm. Yeah, but you know, some some people are still like, uh, we. I'm trying to think how uh, Applewhite, of course, always the voice of reason against government <laughs> shit. It's just like, oh, I see. We just uh, let people become the governor because they want to. We just pass it around, huh? We just bypass the sortition, just like just giving it away. Oh, oh, interesting, interesting system we have here, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm still a plan of uh, team. Can we make a law that says that Voya becomes uh, governor for exactly like five seconds and then <laughs> loses governorship? Like, I'm sure, surely we can do that, right? Cat says to Applewhite, um, Gigi um, has developed a quarry largely because he is no longer governor. If we just let anyone be governor who wanted to be, Gigi would be at the top of the queue. 
Sun Moon Star says, Am I gonna get to kill and eat Gigi at any point? I feel like I was promised that. <laughs> Wait, when were you promised that? You were there. <laughs> That's what Mari uh, played Sun Moon Stars during uh, our episode. Oh, Jesus. And, and asked specifically to kill and eat the murderer. you can only eat him if he's guilty you all heard that I get to eat him (laughs) can I eat with you we have not yet established the judicial system we don't we are not eating is not necessarily the response to murder and note I say response not punishment we are not necessarily oh we were eating Gigi because of the murder we're not eating Gigi necessarily at all. Oh, so but there's a chance we will eat Gigi. There is a chance Gigi is guilty, and if he is guilty, there is a chance he will be eaten. I love that Philippa came home to find out that people are lining up to eat the guilty. Out of character, uh, the knowledge that possibly the most edible uh, person in town is the killer. <laughs> this is good knowledge. The fan, the fan Discord gets exactly what they've been asking for. <laughs> Shoko says, oh, why don't we just wait for the genius to come back and they'll fix this? It's only been like four and a half years. Let's just chill. Did you see how many quarry there are? You're no fun. In four and a half years, there will be dramatically more quarry and dramatically less us. And to be clear, they can't be citizens? Well, if we could ask them, but then again, they are essentially just one large citizen. Ah, so they get one vote. I literally just realized the Dreaming Dark is like a dark mirror of slime. Holy shit. Speaking of (laughs) Spider-Man, we've got too many just like... That's why slime was trying to... Just be a pile of slime on the floor. I thought maybe they would get it. Uh huh. They they are the carnage to your venom. <laughs> I think they're the carnage to moss to mold's venom, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. Slime, slime is, is Spider Man, <laughs> and then mold's venom, and then the dreaming dock is carnage. Perfect, perfect. If there's anything I've learned is that the movie Venom Two, uh, the host is gay with Venom. Oh, well, that's good. I haven't seen it, but that's what I've heard. It's good to know that Nobi is gay with the quarry and uh, <laughs> Gigi is gay with the Hashalak. Yeah, this makes sense. Okay. Venta says, oh, man, I wanted to be a Clash Star. If Voya fixes the barrier, then... Aw, oh, shucks. Yeah, you should go away and feel lonely fast. Um, fuck, fuck you. Sorry. I mean... Potter says, I mean, he confessed, right? Like, do we not have a thing to do with that, Governor? What happens if someone confesses to a murder? We, like, kick him out, right? We don't have the precedent for that. We are we have to decide now. So, um, I don't know. We, ha- we should probably establish that the confession is legitimate. Spells exist in the world that could make someone confess, or for that matter... Uh, a group of police could work together to uh, work a confession out of a vulnerable person like a teenager or several teenagers and then a a, a, a rich person who would later be president could put a, a, a large ad in the New York Times calling for them to be executed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or we could beat them up. 
<laughs> he, he admitted to a thing that he does not remember doing, which is not the strongest of confessions. And before people jump to, oh, he admitted, therefore he's guilty, therefore let's kill him or anything... Just remember how quick you were to have decided, yep, Arze's definitely guilty, definitely guilty, let's deal with it now. Hang on, I am not, I, I, I know that I am sounding like I just love to be the contrarian, but let's take even a, a further step backwards. Gigi, did you confess to actually doing this, or did you just say that you have a quarry? Alack, I admit, my in my loneliness, I've dreamed of violence, and I've been visited by this creature. I've wanted to lash out, and I've felt it. It feels real. It's okay if you judge me for it. I, I can take it. Philippa already had an insight on the Hashalak before, and I'd like to, if I could... Try to understand the sociological relationship between the Hashalak, who you said is like a smarter one, and all of the quarry we've seen before who like have noticeable big claws for killing things. Essentially, she's trying to see if the Hashalak is actually the violent type at all. Yeah, Romy religion. As Oz, Ozzy rolls a 20. Um, Ten. There's been a few things that Ozzy's been piecing together through all this, and... Hey! But we'll... Ozzy! Yeah! Yeah, so we got 10, 11, 20. Uh, so the party succeeds above average, and I'm going to give this insight to Ozzy, which is the, with uh, with Gigi's confession, you understand the Hashlack is absolutely capable of violence, and, and pretty terrible violence, but it's not the crushing and tearing and mutilating. It's a, a mental violence. They're, they, like, rip you apart from the inside mentally. Their main attack is called Mind Thrust. Uh, so <laughs> that doesn't... <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things you can thrust into. Uh, the Hashlack prefers the mind, but uh, so that doesn't quite match. And yeah, their their job uh, a sapiosexual that doesn't seem very smashy. And their their job isn't to just uh, go. They're not frontline soldiers. Basically, the the first kind, the claws kind, are the, the grunts, the soldiers. Mm-hmm. This kind is a, a, a philosopher, tactician, judge, genius who basically is he. Mm-hmm who is here after the first wave to like assess the damage and be like, is it time to invade? Is it time for the Dreaming Dark to destroy this village? Because it's, so, it's like you said it was an army, so I was like, wait a second, does that make this a general? Because if so, then it's probably, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird combination of scout and general be, just because they're trapped in another dimension, which is a little different than normal army strategy. <laughs> Why would either of you, he says to both Gigi and the quarry in question, Seek to frame me in particular for this crime. Hmm, that's very interesting. Um, let's see. Do you have anything that you can use to persuade, intimidate, or deceive the Hashlack into actually answering that question to motivate it to do so? Yeah, like, like one idea that Ozzy does is like he just sort of spins. He sort of spins one of his star maps up and uh, casts um, a the lowest level lunar interjection moonbeam like adjacent to the holding to the uh the gender neutral containment area but it's like it could be moved in but it's like not directly attacking anyone when it's just out i if you're in t- if you would do it it's intimidation if you wouldn't actually do it it's deception 
he 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 wouldn't actually do it. All right. Um. So it would be deception. I'm gonna assume with dis- disadvantage again, just because of the exhaustion still. No, that the, ca- the spell cancels it out. That's right. uh, only a nine, unfortunately. There. What what a terrible time for it to be Malefic. Oof. Mm, how would I do this? Oh, um, I think Basil would start going. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't mess with him. Last, last, uh, last uh, quarry uh, tangled with. Oh, did not turn out well. Start, start trying to spin up tales of uh, Arce's great battles against the quarry. All right, yeah, roll a uh, deception. Uh, that's a crit twenty-seven. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Buzz, it, uh, but yeah. Basil's going very um, like ah. Let me t- let me tell you the stories of the great warrior. <laughs> I, I I will take this opportunity to just do the theatrics uh, and invoke one of the starry forms through the scribe. So Ozzy just starts floating up from the ground slightly as Basil's talking. Oh, this is how it started last time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so i think the uh hashlack accesses like the dreaming darks uh, you know memory it's not quite a hive mind you know it's like extensions of this thing it's a, it's a little different but yeah i think of it like kind of like slime where it's like d- did this group uh whoop a quarry here previously and yeah like the dreaming dark communicates the fight you had against Ventus Quarry, yeah. where yeah, you you did you whip one's ass and send it packing, and I, so with that crit, this uh, quarry realizes that it could it could seriously get it could get destroyed here, and so uh, it answers the group. It's actually I want to say it actually speaks through Gigi, like uh, Professor Gigi drops the book uh, into like off the uh, beanbag chair, and his body contorts a little bit. Just uh, you know, being having his control taken, and he says, "Who's the worm on a string now?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Soon you will all be worms on strings. Uh, oh he says, <laughs> "The dreaming dark has killed your villagers, and will do so again. Soon your world will fall. You have no hope. Hope is not what I'm here for." Answers are what I'm here for, and you still have yet to answer my question. What good will answers do a dead man? Either, well, one of us will be dead in this exchange. An answer will simply delay a death from happening. You no longer have the power to stop us. Your priest is dead. And your mystic sleeps. She doesn't have to sleep forever. But to the point, though, she is not the only mystic in Grendel. Your magic is a pale imitation. You embarrass yourself. I've done plenty to embarrass myself as of late. But I'm still not entirely sure why you felt it was necessary to steal from my property in order to frame me at the scene of the crime. The Dreaming Dark would not waste its time bamboozling your legal system. Our goals are greater. Something else was at play 
at the scene of the murder that someone else might have taken extra steps beyond merely inflicting death upon this village. If you want to spend your final moments thinking about things like that, that is your business. I would concern yourself with your imminent destruction, but I suppose that's why you are a lower life form. How long do we have? By the time this season is over, your village will be gone. Philip has gotten very stressed out at that. That's an upsetting answer. Was that a meta answer? This season ends when the season ends. So yes and no. Yeah, so then it, yeah, it, okay. Yeah, season eight of Dice Funk is about the season of winter. So yeah, all the deadlines and timelines have the same terminus. Can we all just leave and make a town like 20 feet over? The, they don't, <laughs> don't want to destroy the village because they hate Grendel the village. They're, they're planning to invade the world, right? They. <laughs> In the in the canon lore, they they did this to us an entire continent. We can leave this to a vote. We can leave this to a matter where we treat this as a community. But we have to seriously consider the the possibility of making Voya governor again, in order for her to do what she can to stop the imminent threat of the quarry in the Dreaming Dark. If it will save the whole world, then Voya should obviously be governor. I mean, look, I agree, but I do also think that it does sound like we are playing right into Inri's hands, in that we know that Voya did not want to be governor. We know that Inri desperately wanted to do some kind of plan that was going to make Voya governor forever that we might well be playing into, and I feel like we need to be really careful about this. We also know that Inri's tales were on the Egregor until we killed him. He cared about Grendel. He wanted to keep it safe even if he had bad ideas, and we also know Voya did not agree with everything that Inri wanted. The worst that Voya can do is be a very bad governor. The worst that Dreaming Dark can do is kill everyone. Oh no, I'm just I'm just pointing out the obvious that we need to be careful. I'll go down the list of NPCs. I'll say Potter absolutely wants Voya to be governor. Potter loves Voya, always has. Uh, is is super psyched for that. Uh, Hale wants uh, Voya to be governor. Uh, doesn't really respect uh, Philippa because he, I mean, from Hale's perspective, he's not he, a goblin. That and I was gonna say he just woke up and you were governor, which is very disorienting. He's like he doesn't. It doesn't seem real to him. Um, uh, Applewhite, a hundred percent against this arbitrary transfer of power. Uh, Shoko against it partially for chaos reasons, partially just uh, <laughs> doesn't like the idea of there being less chaos going on. It's it's a kind of arbitrary decision uh, for her. She wants uh, Neolith's uh, killer to be punished. Uh, she likes Neolith, but she. Th- I-, I think if anything, Chokos is like, this all sucks. Let's just beat this guy to death. Um, <laughs> Sun, Moon, Stars wants to talk to Slime, I think, before that. Um, Marina, 
Marina wants to see how the Clash Tar stuff. Wants to see if we can fuse Gigi in the quarry. Uh, and Venta says no Voya because Venta wants a quarry for himself. Venta wants to be a Clash Tar and is also like, let's just let's just convince this guy to be good. Like you can do that. <laughs> let's do that. Mm-hmm. So the, the the village is pretty split. If we're putting it to a vote, it's going to come down to the player characters deciding, partially because we're playing a TTRPG, and also just because I've made a group of people who don't agree with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Gigi is just like, Zounds, I am guilty. Execute me. <laughs> Zounds. <laughs> uh, I was born in New Zealand. I haven't heard Zounds in a long time. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um. I, I don't feel comfortable transferring it, the the governorship unless there is a consensus. Marina says, I thought we wanted Gigi to merge with the thing so that the thing would be on our side. Isn't that the whole Kalashtar myth? As if the, they they change sides to fight the, the bad dark? We should just finish that so then we'll have it on our side and it'll tell us how to win. Philippa, you should just transfer the governorship to Voya anyway. The whole world depends on sealing the veil. Uh, Ozzy will 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 say, and he's not sure if this is going to help. Say, so it will. It would at the very least be a transparent transfer of power, unlike the veiled transfers that we've had for so many years. I have one more dream slot, so we can. I can, you know, you guys can tell me what you want me to say to Voya. That is useful. So I have one more slot for dream. Yeah, can Slime go in and ask Voya, hey, if we made you governor so that you could dispel the quarry, would you be okay with that? I'm going to try and convince Voya to obtain the title of governorship so they can fulfill their duties and to commit to the idea of giving up their powers in whatever way allows them to be awake without abusing the judicial system. Goodbye. And with that, Slime just falls to the floor and makes a tendril into Voya's ear again. Okay, perfect. So everyone's having this heated uh, political debate. You fall down, go inside Voya's ear, and into her dream. Uh, this time she is on the bottom of the ocean, and she is slow dancing with Inri. To, you hear like a, a gramophone record that's distorted because it's underwater. It's very eerie, but they're like romantically slow dancing, and you just pop into existence near them. Hey. Uh, things are really weird. But can you commit to waking up, but then handing over your governor responsibilities to the properly elected official? Voya keeps dancing with Enri, they're like the humanoid fox person, not breaking stride as you explain this. Uh, Voya thinks about it and says, yeah, sure. I, I, you, you make me governor. I wake up. I give it back. Sure. Yeah, yes, because if you stay governor, you're going to live forever and be burdened by responsibilities. If you say so. All right, see ya. Bye. (laughs) That was so easy. We had a 30-minute conversation out of character (laughs) about an in-character conversation that was 30 seconds. Classico. All right. Okay, Voice says yes. 
Okay, then just temporarily, uh, Voya is governor. All right, you use your dictatorial authority as governor to vest your powers in Master Voya, Goblin. Yeah. Uh, on the ground, <laughs> she's still wrapped in bandages like a mummy. <laughs> like blankets, like a mummy. I think is more. Yeah, fit, yeah. blankets. I misspoke. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> she immediately begins struggling. She's a goblin. She's like four feet tall, max. Probably a little smaller. Hunched. Cat pours open her bandages. Uh huh. She's like an elderly academic. <laughs> she's like, uh, you know, kind of hunched over and doesn't look too great. And she's like, ah, where am I? I just told you. You are back in Grendel. You just told, do you think I remember my dreams with perfect clarity? All right. Well, you did agree to hand over your governor powers back to Philippa. You agreed to that. You can't take it back. Is that Aze? It's it's me, Voya. Yes. Come closer. Aze does as requested. Inception. Aze, <laughs> 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 uh, you kneel down next to Voya, and she says, uh, "You're so much bigger." It's been a long few years. How's everything been? Uh, it's been okay. You're not gonna ever be there. Fine. It's been there. You, there you go. <laughs> uh, like Ozzy will say one week since you talked to me. Ozzy will uh, remark, unfortunately, not great. There have been several problems this particular winter. The most immediate problem is that we are being threatened by. Uh, quarry in the dreaming dark and it's suspected that uh, uh, that that some murders have occurred because of a villager being well possessed or inhabited by a quarry to list one of the issues well i have many powerful magics so never you fear have you sucked to what i've taught you have you been have you been a good boy? I've been doing my best that I can. I know I was hard on you. I asked a lot, but I've I've always been proud of you. Thank you, Voya. She uh, you know, gives you a little kiss on the cheek and uh tries to sit up and can't. Aze will well, oh jeez, get right, right, right. Aze will uh, move to try to uh, ease Voya up, and then looks over to Basil and says, uh, "Basil, can?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Basil comes over and uh, touches touches the horn to uh, Voya and does some some magic healing and removal of diseases and poisons if there's any of those going on. Yeah, you touch Voya with your horn and healing magic courses out of you and into her body. Uh, she takes an unsteady step and falls. I think you might, I think carrying her might be more appropriate for the time being, Basil. Oh, yeah, go on it, <laughs> Let's... go on it. Um, 
touches again with the uh, with the with the healing horn and then uses mage hand to help uh Voya up onto up onto their back. You put Voya up onto Basil um and she's like very unsteady like um, like laying down on his back. And he uh she reaches out to you Aze and says, "I love you Aze." Uh, I love you too Voya. I just I just hope I can, we'll have time to take you back up to the firmament after all this is done. She does not respond. Uh, medicine check. Mm-hmm. That's an 11. Yeah, you walk over, put your like fingers to her pulse, and uh, she's not breathing. Her heart is not beating. Healing magic again. <laughs> Basil, you spend another uh, heal on Voya? Yeah, that's my, my final one of the day. Nothing happens. But but I gave him hit points. Hit points. Everyone's starting to freak out. Every, like All the NPCs are like, what is happening? Why is this? What's going on? Like Oz, Ozzy just sort of like, like just puts his arms around uh, Voya's body and just starts just sobbing a bit and just is just unsure of what to do. While just holding on to her. Is she dead? What's happening? I'm confused. Yeah, the uh, medicine, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna roll medicine. Ten. <laughs> ten. Ten and ten on medicine. I mean, all you know is she's not breathing. Someone blow air in her lungs. Yeah. Does anyone know how to CPR? I Just don't blow think... it in there. Fifteen. With a fifteen, Philippa, Master Voya is dead. She's gone. What are we going to do? Arcana? Yeah. Yeah. 16. Uh, Slime, everyone else is checking Voya's pulse and the breath. And they're like, she's dead. Oh my God, she's dead. And then you start using your slime mold to taste for magic. And something hella magic is going on. In fact, as you're like tasting the air around here with spores... Uh, your slime cells who are doing this like start burning out and dying and you're like <gasps> oh we need to get away from her right now my people oh yeah we, we fucking everyone needs to leave we fucking played into Ingrid's plan huh bioweapon in the bad way run away uh, dexterity saving throws everyone to get away 12 19 oh no oh <gasps> crit fail oh, Aze and Philippa run. They're like at this, you know, kind of on top of this. Slime is too busy yelling at everyone to run. Basil, uh, Voya was on your back, so you you can't get her off of you in time. And Cat, you are maybe helping other people get away. And so what happens is, Cat, uh, Slime, and Basil take fourteen necrotic damage as a wave of this corrosive magic emanates from Voya's body. 
and washes over you three. Everyone else runs it and gets away in time from it. Basil fucking saw this coming. Fucking knew, fucking knew this was gonna fucking play into Henry's plan. We should have let her die in the mountain. <laughs> I was just gonna say, but yeah, Basil, Basil, Basil warned we should maybe be cautious of this. As you say that, you see, uh, in the kind of necrotic crater where that wave of magic came from, you see Master Voya struggle to her feet. Oh, she's all right. Never mind. Okay, so coming back to life after death is is possible. Right. How can we do this for Neelith? Cool. <laughs> Master Voya, are you a zombie now? Voya floats up a couple feet off the ground to address the crowd. Uh, magic crackling from her fingers all around her and over her. Uh, as if she's like getting used to wielding it and she says I believe the technical term is lich Falling in the snow And I turn round And there you 